0: On gear, facing the breeze with Anthony Butt and Jack Trainer.
2: Well, it's a big night of harness racing at Tebcook Park Melton on a Saturday night. It's the biggest night for the sport in harness racing in the Garden State, AG Hunter Cup night. And also we've got the Great Southern Star. We just had the Barry draws for those two features, of course. The Great Southern Star is a little bit different. You have your two heats and then the final, so you need to qualify to make it into that final. On that particular night, Racing.com will be doing the coverage live there at uh, Melton. You can watch that, of course, on Racing.com and also listen to it on SEN Track. For SEN Track Hunter Cup night, let's welcome in the team, Anthony Butt joins us. G'day, Ants. Yeah, good morning, Gareth. How many Hunter Cups have you won? Six, seven, eight? Uh, seven seven i was just oh, i knew it was seven i'm just wondering if you would ever forget that number you won that many um hello to you jack trainer
0: yeah good morning boys
2: it was funny i've been in new zealand i'm live at karaka and geez you you, you two are still very popular here in your home country but i caught up with the wonder kid there the other day dexter Dunn. And he was with johnny Dunn and um his brother and um old Dexter, not old Dexter, but geez, he's a, he's a good man and he's loving life at the moment. He's the world's best driver there, Ants.
1: Yeah, we're so lucky, Gareth. We've got the world's best driver and the world's best jockey. So, uh, yeah. you know, Dexter's done an amazing job and, you know, he works really hard during the summer and that over there. They're flat out, but, you know, the good thing about it, they get to sort of have three or four months off over the winter when things quieten down and he can get home for a while and catch up with everyone. So, you no, know, he's living the life.
2: So what's the go there? So how, is it a little bit like Hong Kong racing where they have a period where they just go flat out, as you pointed out, and and then over the winter months then it, they, they don't race? What's the schedule like there? No, they still race, but all the stakes
1: races finish basically about the middle of November, and then basically from then on till about April, uh, May, you know, they're just, just general overnight races sort of thing for the yep. lower-class horses, so there's nothing major, so you know, they can turn up if they want to or have a couple of months off and it doesn't really affect them. They still rock rock up, uh, you know, when they want to in sort of, you know, February, March and um, and plenty of time for the, when the good horses start racing.
2: So is Dex still the number one driver over there or is he Timmy Tetrick and a few of the locals catching up to him once again?
1: Uh, the boys caught up last year. I think Yannick and Tim might have beat him for state money last year, but... Uh, he was still right up there he he actually had a few months off last year and didn't get the same amount of winners but still was really high up in the money one sort of thing so he, i think he finished third in the money one which is the main thing up there and um yep. but yannick and tim they sort of don't take as long off as as dexter did so they probably got a bit of a head start on him but uh i'm sure he'll be back this year bigger and better than ever
2: Jack Trainer, is there any chance that you might be heading to America or are you happy staying place here? It's sort of like when you talk to J-Mac, are you going to Hong Kong or not? Um, you'd probably get sick of people asking you that question.
0: <laughs> oh, I'd like to be considered like J-Mac or I'd like to have his bank anyway, but yeah, it's something I'd like to do, Gareth. Um, Obviously, I've still got that ridiculous inquiry hanging over my head here at the moment, so my hands are a bit tight at the moment, but... Once that sort of comes to an end and I can see things a bit clearer, then um, something that I'd like to try out while I'm young enough and have no ties here for sure.
2: We just got the Hunter Cup draw out. Leap to fame's drawn barrier six. Catch a wave two, but probably goes into one because can't find a better man's the emergency that's drawn barrier number one. Other big guns. Better eclipse outside front row draw barrier seven. Don't stop dreaming. Um, He's. I think he's better start dreaming because he's drawn the second row. Curly James in the middle line. See your art five, their awkward draws. Typo, who's drawn outside of uh, Catch a Wave and Barrier Three. MacDan and Beyond Delight are out the gate now because of their second row draws. Um, Geez, Max Delight's at $41. He could be the place bet there with Bet365 because I think he's a big chance of running a place drawn right behind Catch a Wave. And then. What will happen if I back him right now for the plays, there'll be a scratching, and then um, he follows out, can't find a better man, and you're in all sorts of trouble there, Ants. But um, how do you see this race? Darren Carroll, our form guru, is of the opinion that Kate Gass got a hand up to leap to fame and then probably try and out-dash him down that sprint lane there at uh, Melton. How do you how do you see this race?
1: Yeah, I think that's probably the scenario, Gareth. Like, Hopefully catch is quick enough out of the gate you know from one one can be a bit tricky you know um but hopefully he's, he's fast enough to hold the those middle lot out and um then when leap to fame comes you know kate's got a decision to make but you know i think andy and that had been pretty open and the fact that he has a great horse coming off a helmet so you would think that would be the scenario otherwise you're going to be in front and you're probably going to be copying a fair bit of pressure you know over the 2700 so yeah, I think that's the way to end up. And as you said, next to light, you know, three fences is always a great spot at Melton.
2: I think over a mile he would hold the front, but when it gets over 2,700, Jackie, he's not a, I think he's a better short course horse than he is a stay catcher, Waif.
0: Yeah, I agree, Gareth. I think over the mile I'd probably roll the dice and, um, yeah, what better horse to sit on, then leap to fame. If they have the option, it, it gives you your chance to beat it. And if you're not able to do so, it probably nearly guarantees you to run second in a great state race, so uh, the only probably <clears throat> the only thing is with Fleet to Fame he's probably there's probably not a lot of pressure. If he does fall in the front, it probably Grant probably gets the chance to back off and turn it into more of a dash. Doesn't seem to be too many in the field that would be uh, making a mid race move or keen to put the pressure on the favourite. So yeah. hopefully there's enough going on early to make it an exciting race. But the way the draw's fall and that seems to be the map.
2: But in saying that, Jack, do you think that he's got to be careful, Dixon, that he's got to make sure that he does roll along a little bit and try and take the, the sting out of a catcher wave? Because we're seen how quick he is in the past catcher wave. Um, he's got a terrific turn of foot. And Leap to Fame wouldn't want to stack and rack too much, would he? Because he could be vulnerable with his turn of foot, or do you think that doesn't matter?
0: Oh, definitely. There's always a fine line, especially when you're in these... Top races against these better horses, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I, I think obviously Grant knows what he's doing. But I think that it'd be hard to see a scenario with the way he's going, uh, with the way Leap to Fame's going, that probably catch a wave could come off his back, especially on the short straight of Melton.
2: Is there any chance so like? I think Leap to Fame. The more you look at this race, and you're listening to a astute judge like Jack Trainer ants, that a dollar forty's great value at the moment with Bet Three Six Five.
1: Yeah, you'd think so.
2: Gareth, he's, you know, you'd think he's going to find
1: the front. And as get said, like, you know, it's going to be hard for a horse to, to come off his back and beat him up the lane at uh, Melton. You know, it's probably only 150 metres. And, you know, Leap defame's awfully fast as well. And uh, you couldn't imagine something. It's got to make up a length and a half on him in 150 metres. So, yeah, it's really his race to lose now. And, um, and yeah, we just hope there's a bit of... Mid race pressure. A few of those ones out the back have probably got to get up there at some stage, and uh, and there's probably no desk-seed horse, so it gives the ones back in the field a bit of confidence to make a move and bit of to find the desk. So yeah, I think there's you know these big races there's always a bit of action.
2: So we've got also the Yabby Dam Farms Great Southern Star that goes alongside the S N Track A G Hunter Cup. Um, we'll start with the first heat. Hammers Law, the horse that you drive, barrier number one. There's no real big guns here, really. Majestuoso 6, Keyang Knight, barrier number 4. Mafaso um, Metro, barrier number 5 here, it's Maybe you can cause, and uh, call the breeze, of course, barrier number 2. Maybe you can cause a bit of an upset.
1: <laughs> I'll be dreaming, Gareth, but no. Yes. But no. As you said, yeah, the heats are funny. Like the second heat's way stronger than the first heat. And, you know, I don't think Harness Racing Victoria done a great job really selecting the heats. You'd like to think that you know, they're two pretty even heats, but uh, it's not the case. So um, you called me the breeze. He was pretty impressive at uh, Ballarat. So you'd think he'd come on from that run, and, you know, he looks the one to beat. You know, he's all muscles, been awfully good, you know, winning down in the grades, and I wouldn't count him out. And, you know, my fast Metro metros always round about it in the, in the big ones. But mm. as you said, this heat's definitely uh, way weaker than the second heat.
2: And in the second heat, you've got horses like Hot to Trot. RC Phoenix, Queen of Leader. So three and four, RC Phoenix, Queen of Leader, and Just Believe, Barry Nine. Is, is there any chance that RC Phoenix could hold the front and win this race from the fence? Or you just think that even Queen A Leader, um, who was pretty good last week, I thought, or is Just Believe just in a different class, Ants?
1: No, I wouldn't count RC Phoenix out. Like, he's run at... Bendigo was outstanding and, you know, you'd think he'd find the front and and run along like he did there and give them, you know, make the others chase him and, uh, you know, just believe hasn't got a bad draw, he's probably going to settle pretty handy, probably on the back of Queen Alita by the time they all get across and uh, so, but yeah, over a mile, it's always a bit different and, um, you know, RC Phoenix would probably only want to get a, you know, one easy quarter and, you know, he's going to take some running down, so... And he says only the heat and, um, you know, just believe won't be, you know, going to the well too much. But obviously you you've got to get in the first three to get in the final. So Greg will be wary of that. So, no, I could see RC Fenn expecting them all.
2: Have we got the process right with the way... I'll come to you, Jack. Don't think I'm ignoring you. But do you think that we've got the process right with the way that they do the Barry draws after the, the, the great Southern Star, Ants? Because you've seen heats that... And we might see the same here, where one heat's a lot quicker than the other, and it's a big advantage, I would imagine, going in the second heat.
1: Yeah, well, I think last year that was the case, Gareth. I think um, I think six from one heat got in, and um, only three or four from the others, because the heats were a lot quicker. Yep. So, no, I, I just like to make it keep it simple, you know, just the first, you know, first five from each get in. Really, that, yep. that simplifies it. And, Is that uh, the case? Because they, it,
2: they keep on changing it. What's the situation of I think it's the first... What's the situation now?
1: It's the first three in each heat get in automatically, yep. uh,
2: then the next then four the fastest. fastest. Yep.
1: So, as, as I said, if one heat's way faster than the other heat, you can run... Um, what are we going back to? Seventh and and get in the final against a horse that's run fourth in the other heat. So, yep.
2: so and yeah. That's and a lot of times it's out of you, your hands. Yeah, you, you get dictated to um, if you're drawn. Say for a horse like Blue Conan who's drawn outside the front row, and you get call me the breeze. He waltzes to the front. He's all muscles, not going to put pressure on, um, because he's going to finish first and second. They're not going to go any any speed, um, so he's in all sorts of trouble. So, yeah, I agree with you. First five past the post would be the way to go. Do you agree there, Jack?
0: Yeah, I think so, Gareth. I think you can overcomplicate things, and um, what? How easy? How much easier can it be? Just first five home. That's how it should be.
2: Yeah, Um, what about Chris Alford, Jack Train? He's not far away from eight thousand wins. Uh, It's extraordinary when you think about it.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a great effort, Gareth. Obviously, um, Chris has been around for a long time, and I remember even just growing up in New Zealand when we tuned into the uh, Australian racing. Um, You know, he was still one of the people that you'd follow over here. And like Ant said last week, he's a great competitor. He's um, you know, he's a hell of a good bloke and always good for a laugh in the drivers' room and. I remember sometimes staggering home on a Saturday of Sunday morning after some of these bigger meetings at Menangle. And a few hours later, you see Chris who you were racing with about five hours ago is racing in the middle of nowhere in Victoria on Sunday morning. He'd drive straight through the night. So he's a hard worker and a legend of the sport.
2: Yeah, he's he's someone else, isn't he? Something else, Chris Alfred and What about that situation this time last week there at uh, Maryborough? Um, it was extraordinary to see how he was able just to to survive that. Has that ever happened to you? Um, no, not really, Gareth. I remember one time, back in the old days, I got hit
1: from behind in the old wooden carts and it, it snapped at the cro- both crossbar, uh, both shafts snapped at the crossbar, but it was probably full of borer and it was probably about 100 years old. So, no, we don't see it too often in these new carts and, uh, you know, thankfully, uh,
0: you know, that's the case.
2: Yep. Um, Jack, have you got any winners for us coming up?
0: Yeah, I don't mind one on Saturday. Gareth um, picked up the drive on Mac Da Vinci, so key driver change yes. here. The Prince is off and I'm on, and he shouldn't be hitting the gate this week, so he should be hard to beat.
2: Yeah. Um, for Peter Hanson, he's turned that horse around, Mac Da Vinci. South Coast Darden, there's talk that he might get into the race, Hans, and that race is starting to build up momentum now, being in New Zealand, and um, unfortunately we lost a Kuta, who's out injured, and we might not see him again, but he's definitely out for the season, which is unfortunate. Um, and I don't know what Swayze's doing, Jack. Your mate, Jack Jason Grimson, is keeping his cards close to his chest at the moment. Are you hearing any whispers?
0: Yeah, I've heard a bit. He, he's keen on the New Zealand, but there's something going on about you're trying to take a ten percent share off this year or something, and he's not happy with that deal. <laughs> so, if you give up your share, Gareth, on the side. He, you might near get him, I reckon.
2: <laughs> Jeez, he's hard to he's hard to deal with, ants old Jason Grimson and the team. Um, be interesting which way he goes but you can't get too greedy these days can you ants no no you sometimes you gotta take what you can get gareth and um i yes. know that race is
1: looking really interesting because it looks though like a fair few of them are going to head there instead of perth so uh you know the new zealand ranks are pretty thin at the moment at that real top level so i think there'll be plenty of aussies um you know looking to head over
2: i think catch a Wave definitely wants to head over um, I reckon Merlo might get a slot, so I think there's still a little, still a little bit to play out. But I reckon the way that South Coast Arden went there the other day, he might be heading back to New Zealand. So, um, um, you, have you got any options, Jack? And has your phone been ringing?
0: No, nah, like I said, Gareth, yeah, I've got a few options to Calls to get over before April, but um, hopefully, if I'm still around, Chase might have two or three in one of the races. I might be able to just fly in on the day.
2: And that trotting slot race is going to be something else as well, Ants.
1: Yeah, that's that's about the same. Gareth, there's you know a lot of depth in Australia and not much in New Zealand, so it's probably going to be the best trotting race we've seen for you know three or four years, where you know most of the big guns are all going to meet for the first time in a long time. So you know that could nearly uh, take the prize on the night for the the most exciting race.
2: We take J-Mac away from you. We've taken Dexter, well, America's taken Dexter away. We've got Ants in Australia, Jack Traynor. Um, geez, poor old New Zealand. They need to have a few of their superstars head back. Ants.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, we all get back there now and again. And as we've seen them, I said they with J-Mac. Just go back, take all their money in, and leave again. So um, no, that's, yeah. that's, the Kiwis are
0: going well.
2: We're going to take J-Mac out. He was talking to Dexter. We'll take him out to your stables there, Jack, and we'll see if he can drive one.
0: He's welcome any time, as long as I don't have to right. go do the reverse and try and ride one.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a very good point you make. Hey, boys, a lot of fun. Who wins the... The horse cup? you're talking about? Yes. Yes. Have you had a horse for us to back?
1: No, I've got nothing to do Gareth. I've tipped all my winners the last few weeks, so...
2: The right. for can Jack, week. can you help us out? Can you help us out, Jack? No, I
0: already told you, Gareth yeah, Mac Da Vinci, it's a key driver change. It's, that's what I'm <laughs> banking on. All
2: right, then. There we go. Um, great to see Jack Calligan in town as well um, for the Hunter Cup. So, just believe and leap to fame pretty easy for the great Southern Star and the Hunter Cup, Ants. Yeah, I
1: think so, Gareth. I, I think Class will you know, come to the rise to the top for the final. So, um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if Just Believe gets beat in the heat, but, you know, you'd think he'd be winning the final.
2: Love your work, boys. Make sure you go to Garrett Horse and Hound for all of your equine essentials. Garrett Horse and Hound stocking the largest range at the best prices. Visit horseandhound.com.au. Next time I'm at Horse and Hound, I'll buy you a set of Hobbles ants and I'll buy you a pair of goggles, Jack Trainer, and some blinkers and a tongue tie.
0: (laughs) And my Melbourne yeah. Cup tickets and my UFC tickets.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Good <laughs> on you, you boys. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Say you, boys. See you later, lads. There we go Anthony Button, Jack Trainer. Thanks to Garrett's Horse and Hound stocking the largest range of the best prices. Visit horseandhound.com.au. It's uh, news time.